Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. January 30, 2019, the New Charges and New Sanctions Edition. We begin with an article from the Wall Street Journal, which discusses the U.S. leveling of new charges against Huawei. The latest salvo accuses the Chinese telecom giant of stealing stealing secrets and violating sanctions. This is the strongest move yet by the U.S. government, and it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. We will certainly keep an eye on it. Next up, if you're in the energy industry, I hope you're aware of this, that the U.S. government has slapped sanctions now directly on the Venezuelan national oil company Petavesa. The U.S. imposed sanctions on this in a dramatic move to empower the opposition and try to cripple the government of President Maduro. Obviously, Sitco, the uh, refinery owned 100% by Petavesa, will find it difficult now not to be able to send money to its parents, to its parent Petavesa. Yet, uh, there are many U.S. companies who still do business in Venezuela, hoping that when things turn around, Petavesa will be available for. Uh, business going forward. So it's something that uh, you need to watch and screen your operations for. Next up, another story from the Wall Street Journal in the one of the most sordid Me Too cases around. Uh, Wynn Resorts has finally settled with a regulator, the Nevada Gaming Control Board, around its policy of allowing its former uh, owner, Steve Wynn, to sexually harass, sexually assault uh, employees. This includes the one employee had to pay $7.5 million to a former manu- manicurist who has accused him of forcing her to have sex with him. In his complaint, the uh, Gaming Control Board said multiple people uh, at when told uh, had, had been told she had been raped and impregnated by Wynn. Uh, this was the first admission uh, by the company that the lack of response of high-level executives to win, and really a very sordid story all the way around. The board uh, completely abrogated its duty. Uh, You had the HR director actually threatening people who made sexual uh, harassment complaints. Uh, The whistleblower culture, uh, rather speak-up culture, didn't exist. And finally, we end with a very interesting article in the New York Times about why iPhones cannot be made in America. And in the case of the Uh, One example, it was a simple screw. One screw could not be um, manufactured in enough quantity in the U.S. It all comes down to supply chain. This really drives home a very important lesson for compliance professionals that if a part of your product is so critical, uh, you need to figure out who's going to supply it. And if that part is so critical, you need to take a look at them from the bribery and corruption perspective, because if they're ensnared in a bribery and corruption case in their home country or in a case that impacts the FCPA or Bribery Act, uh, you may lose them as a supplier and find yourself like Apple. This is Tom Fox. If you have any ideas for the daily compliance news, please feel free to email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. I'd love to hear from you. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist. As you may know, we've had several new offerings on the Compliance Podcast Network. One of those includes Popcorn and Compliance, where Jay Rosen and I take a look at compliance through the lens of movies, both current 
contemporary movies, and classic movies. Also premiering in December. And finally, Mary Shirley and Lisa Fine have premiered their new podcast, Great Women on Compliance. I hope you will check that out. It's a great podcast series. We have several other offerings that we are in production, and we'll go live after the first of the year on the Compliance Podcast Network.